Hey guys, what's going on? So, as you know, Star Wars Celebration has officially kicked off this weekend. Yay, so exciting. We're about to get bombardment with Star Wars. And Lucasfilm opened up the show with a studio showcase. So they were announcing all the newest projects, releasing some trailers and content. And so I thought I would just quickly go over them and share my thoughts on this since I unfortunately cannot be there. Um, Matt's actually torturing me right now. He's texting me a lot of pictures of him in front of like little statues and exhibits and stuff and I'm so sad. So I thought I'd just do my part here on the channel and cover some of uh, the news that dropped about an hour ago and just give my impressions and get the hype going because we get Kenobi tomorrow. It's insane. I'm so excited. So let's get into it. So I've been following StarWarsNews.net and they've been posting consistently for the last hour about all the the news at the panel, what the upcoming projects are, and naturally the first topic that they brought up was Kenobi, the most highly anticipated piece of Star Wars content. And this is amazing. <laughs> they kicked it off with a freaking choir, like a live choir, to introduce Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And I just think that is the most over-the-top, perfect way to start Celebration Obviously, the show has been so highly anticipated, so let's just watch this clip real quick because it just makes my day. It's so over the top. This guy right here. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like, can you imagine you're just sitting there and then all of a sudden, Kora! and then Hayden and you and walking. <laughs> This was, this was a, a good move, Lucasfilm. What a way to kick off the show. And then I think at the end, Ewan and Hayden come out. Yeah, they're there. And they walk off from opposite sides. There they are. Look at the boys. This was, this is honestly, this is like a, a top 10 celebration moments. So over the top, so dramatic. I love it. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect to build the hype for the show. And then they take the stage. Looks like they got Rupert Friend, Moses Ingram, Deborah Chow, Kathleen Kennedy, Hayden. Yeah, Ewan. Ewan talks about the prequels. I love that. I love that Hayden and Ewan feel the love. No matter how the show turns out, you guys, we should just continuously be nice to them and be supportive of them because they did not deserve the hate that they got 17 years ago. Okay, this is so annoying. <laughs> but it says the first two episodes screening with the cast of Kenobi is for everyone in the room tonight at 7 p.m. So now I can't be on the internet. I was not going to be on the internet starting tomorrow morning until I can watch it at noon but now I have to stay off the internet tonight because people will tweet about the episodes and people will spoil it. So this is kind of annoying because nobody got pre-screeners for Kenobi. I mean, we were going to go into the show like completely blank and then a group of people at Celebration are going to watch it. I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> so that's your warning there, guys. If you don't want any Kenobi spoilers, you might want to stay off the internet starting at like 7 p.m., Pacific time and then uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. 
So, grr, but it's whatever. It's whatever. I can restrain myself. But yeah, and then we got uh, an Andor announcement. It looks like they changed the logo. And I did watch this trailer, and my reaction is up if you guys want to catch it. But I, I don't quite feel the hype for this show yet. You know, I watched the trailer. I like it. It looks interesting. It didn't really feel super Star Wars-y to me when I first watched it. But I think it has a lot of potential to be good. It's just I'm, I don't know how to feel until I actually sit down and watch the project. Um, I'm mostly excited about it because I think that there's a really good potential for Star Wars Rebels characters to show up. Like, you could get Kanan, you could get Hera, you could get Sabine, Chopper. I would cry if Chopper, like, made an appearance in this show. Captain Rex even. Like, Captain Rex could have a part in this show. So I'm more excited about, like, the cameos than Cassian as a character himself. But that opinion could change as the show comes out. So I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah, and that's interesting. And then Tony Gilroy said that Andor is five years before Rogue One, 12 episodes for season one, and another 12 episodes to record next year. And then it, I think somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Andor was confirmed to only have two seasons. It was like initially four, and then it was dropped down to two. Somebody correct me on that, on my facts. I just saw that circulating. I don't know if that's like an actual fact. Um, D- Diego Luna is back as Cassian Andor and he says he loves playing this character jokes I know that doing the show there's no way they'll kill me that's true because you're already dead uh, and I, I do actually I really like the shot of him look at that beard he's got a nice hefty beard and then I also heard a rumor that the show's going to open with the destruction of his home planet so that could have been those shots in the trailer where, with all the kids running and then banging on the gongs And then I did see that shot of the clones in the trailer. There was a brief shot, and I missed it during my reaction video, but there's a brief shot of the clones, and the Clone Wars flashbacks, when Cassian's a little boy, I I don't know. How old is he? No. Yeah. Oh, no. (gasps) Dude, the timelines. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, so we'll definitely get Clone Wars flashbacks. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm mostly excited about this show for the potential for Clone Wars and Rebels flashbacks. But that could change. That could change. Diego says you're not going to recognize Cassian in this show at first. Very selfish. That makes sense. He really did come off as a hard ass in the first 40 minutes of Rogue One. Which he's a good character. I like the character. It's just like, I, I, again, I don't know what to expect. Um, the music that played out the cast and crew is the opening title song for Andor. Very cool. Kind of jealous. I didn't get to hear that. <laughs> it's such a gift to come back to this role. Genevieve O'Reilly. Yes. Yeah, so she is A, gorgeous. She is so beautiful. Um, B, I, I'm so excited about the, the shots of Coruscant that we saw in that trailer. I'm really excited that we're going back to Coruscant. Maybe we'll still feel like... Padme's influence on the Senate and maybe we'll get some Bail Organa in fact I think that's really likely that we'll get Bail Organa possibly even Leia training to be a senator maybe um, Mon Mothma mentors Leia so that would be really cool and then this show would this show be five years before if it's five if this show is five years before Rogue One wouldn't that make it five years after Kenobi I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting confused. But that'll be interesting. More casting announcements. I don't know who any of these people are. (laughs) If I'm being totally honest. 
<laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Nobody get mad at me. I don't know who any of these people are. Maybe I've seen them in other projects and I just didn't know, but I don't I don't know any of these names. Everyone is getting an Andor poster. You lucky, lucky ducks. Okay, and then we get the first two episodes of Andor coming August 31st. So we're going to get done with Kenobi in June. And then we'll have like two months and then we'll get Andor. My God, this is just like the next year is nonstop Star Wars. It's crazy. Oh my God. It's going to be insane, you guys. And then they started bringing up projects that weren't Star Wars related. Like I get Lucasfilm's trying to expand, but it feels weird to announce those at Star Wars Celebration. Um, They had Willow, which I never saw the original movie, so I don't really have any excitement for that. But the trailer looked cool. I did watch the trailer. It looked it looked very cool. It had like a Lord of the Ringsy kind of feel, and I really liked that. And then John and Dave joined the panel. They are currently filming Ahsoka. Makes sense. We wouldn't get any news on that. Message played by Rosario Dawson. She's currently filming. Ahsoka debuts in 2023. Faster, more intense, jokes Dave. That's funny. <laughs> And then we get the Mandalorian announcements. You didn't think you'd get rid of me that easy, jokes Katie Sackhoff, who's in season three. Okay, this makes me really excited. So for those who were at the panel, they got a sneak peek of the Mandalorian season three, which is so unfair. It it makes me so mad that they're like, only you guys get to see this, but nobody else. Um, But everybody is saying that included a lot of Bo-Katan and from what people have been tweeting, they said that Bo-Katan is being played as the antagonist, which makes me so happy. If you guys have been watching our show, um, we have not done a Mandalorian se- series yet because we started doing the podcast after season two of The Mandalorian had aired, and I wish we had done it before. But w- as we've been going through our show episodes, I've I've said repeatedly time and time again, I said if they don't make Bo-Katan the antagonist in season three, I'm going to be so irritated because she has perfect antagonist material. I'm not saying that she's the villain, but she is not like a morally good person or a morally sound character <laughs> by any means. And she just has all the makings of a really good antagonist and she would be a formidable opponent for Mando to go up against, especially now that he has the Darksaber and she wants that. Like, that is her thing. And now that Mando has it, like, are we going to get a duel between them? I don't know. So the people saying that she was played off as the antagonist makes me so happy and I'm so excited to see where they take that. And I also really want to know what happened in this trailer other than cameos. Ugh. I'm so ready for season three of Mando. And that got a uh, premiere date too. I believe that is February... 2023 which is which is pretty soon actually I thought it was going to be like like a little bit later so that's good it's not December but it's two months after which is good so I'm so looking forward to that show and then the next project is the one from the director of Spider-Man John Watts and Chris Ford pitched a new Star Wars project it's a story of a group of kids that gets lost in the galaxy and it says, this new story takes place after Return of the Jedi in the Mando slash Ahsoka era. Which is a very interesting choice. I thought that was going to be in a new timeline, but apparently not. And it's going to be called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. And it stars Jude Law, which is very interesting. I, I love, I think Jude Law is a great actor. I loved, 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 loved him in the Sherlock Holmes movies. So he's a good actor. I... 
I don't really know what to expect from this show, but the Star Wars account tweeted, he said, um, no, excuse me. The Star Wars account tweeted that Dave Filoni said about this show. He said, this show is for kids as much as the Clone Wars was for kids. And so I guess that they're saying don't write it off because it looks like a kiddie show. So I guess that's his way of saying of being like, it's not specifically geared towards children. Um, And it looks like Dave might be supervising that, which is pretty cool. And that will also be out in 2023. So slap that on the list of 2023 projects. Again, we don't know too much about it, uh, but it looks like Dave has a say in it as well as John. And Jude Law is a good actor, so I look forward to seeing what they do with it. Then Kathleen came back to talk about John Williams, the goat. Okay, John Williams played the Kenobi theme for the new show and the Indiana Jones theme with an appearance by Harrison Ford. So clearly Harrison Ford came to promote... (laughs) The last Indiana Jones, because he's not as hype about Star Wars as he is in Indiana Jones. He loves that character. And everybody got to hear the Kenobi theme for the first time. And somebody actually posted a video that they took of the Kenobi theme being played. And I couldn't resist. I had to play it. And it just, it gave me so many chills. I cannot wait to listen to this soundtrack and have my heart ripped out in its entirety alongside old Revenge of the Sith motifs. So if you guys want that spoiled for you, the official theme for the Kenobi show, you can find clips of it on Twitter that people have posted. But I, oh my God, it's good. I, I, I have chills just thinking about it. So I'm hyped up. And then the last Indiana Jones, I'm not really thinking about that too much because this is Star Wars Celebration, but I am looking forward to that because those I love those movies so much. And then, and then, and then, I think that's the last bit of news before they closed out the panel. So that looks like all the news that StarWarsNews.net posted. That looks like it concludes the opening ceremony. A lot of exciting projects on the way, but I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure Friday and Saturday are going to be absolutely crazy as well, but the main thing being... um, If you don't want Kenobi spoiled, I would stay off the internet starting 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, because it'll be 7 where they are and they'll be watching it. (laughs) So and I don't want to know anything going into this show. So I am super envious that you folks at Celebration get to do that, but it'll probably be a blast. It looks like that covers it. Stick close to the channel. We will be posting new content all weekend. Matt is at Celebration. I will be posting videos and pictures that he shares with me, and I will see you guys in the next video talking about new Star Wars content. May the Force be with you.